You are listening to Music Sumo Podcast number 033. Hey everybody, this is Downtown Johnny Brown coming at you with another installment of the Music Sumo Podcast number 033. There's something new for you all this episode as we're starting to incorporate a new segment to the podcast, the Music Sumo Podcast News. We have invited Darcy Tiller, our local music expert from the San Francisco Bay Area, to join us regularly to discuss all things going on in the music industry today. This new section of the podcast is totally unscripted and is just us sitting around the studio talking about the current affairs in the music industry. So let's get down to it with a track from Rubberside Down and then some Music Sumo news. This is Rubberside Down with Give It Back. Sumo Podcast News. Hello, hello. Hello. In the studio today, we have Darcy Tiller. 
expert on all things music. I am the guru. The guru? He's the music sumo music guru. So they say. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so who's they? <laughs> oh, my army. Uh, my network. Nice. This is a new section of the Music Sumo podcast that we're doing, bringing you some news from around the music industry, stuff that we find around the internet uh, on Polestar.com, Dig.com, and other news networks. Let's get right down to it. This week, there was an airplane crash. Oh, yeah. It's a bummer, man. Blink-182 goes way back, huh? Yeah. Travis Barkley and DJ AM. Yeah, uh, Travis Barker and uh, DJ Barker. AM. Yeah, Barker. Man, what did, what did you think? Uh, Charles Barkley? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah, no. It's uh, Travis Barker and, uh, you know, former drummer of Blink. He's also worked with Transplants. Uh, a lot of side projects. Uh had a plane crash. Uh, DJ AM was also in there. He's pr- probably probably more well known for the chicks he's dated and stuff. But right. I've heard he's a pretty good DJ. Yeah, he's been getting more and more play in recent years. But I think that came from uh, people he's dated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, hey, sometimes that's how you get your job, right? Right. So yeah, they uh, they went down in a Learjet, a private jet. Uh, I guess it never got off the ground. Um, they found some tire debris on the runway. I guess the uh, crew was acting like the tire popped, and the plane uh, <coughs> crashed across a highway, and uh, I guess uh, ended up in a big fireball. And uh, uh, DJM and uh, Travis Barker escaped. So, uh, you know, fortunately they sur- survived, but four other people, I believe the pilot, co-pilot, security guard, and assistant of Travis Barker, yeah, yeah. died in the crash, and, uh, you know, our hearts go out to them and their families, um, and uh, we hope everything's okay with the two surviving guys. So, uh, yeah, these guys, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's hard, man, getting burnt, um, you know, hopefully the... the the scars, uh, you know, go away quick. That That's a rough one. That's real rough, and I'm sure these guys are dealing with a lot of personal issues with their friends they've lost. So um, I really hope they overcome that. Uh, I think it's more of a personal issue for all them and their families at this time. You know, it's kind of... Right. I don't think uh, anybody can do much for them other than I know that they started a couple uh, fundraisers through uh, Famous uh, Stars and Straps, one of uh, Travis Barker's company. Uh, companies uh, to uh, for the two guys. Um, oh shoot, I had my notes bad. Um, uh, two, Chris Baker and James Bland. And James Bland, yeah, these uh, the two gentlemen for their family. So uh, let, let's hope that. Uh, oh, there was also Charles that. Still. Charles Still, and I believe there was the the uh, pilot was Sarah Lemon. Yeah, Sarah Lemon. So uh, uh, hopefully uh, they can raise some money for these people and their families. Um, so what do you got next, Johnny? Um, let's see. The next thing we came, we found on the internets was that Metallica recently did an interview here in San Francisco for Live 105. And during that interview, Lars Ulrich said that if their new inter- uh, if their new album breaks up out on the internet today or tomorrow, it'll be happy days for them. Which is a total 180 from what they used to say back in the day when they were fighting against Napster and having their stuff leak on the internet. Well, watch Whoops. out, man. Don't kick Hetfield's dog, man. He's going to come kick your ass. You oh, know? I know. You don't want to fuck with him, dude. He'll be knocking on your uh, your studio door here pretty soon. Oh, now, yeah. Don't talk trash. Hey, you know what? No, uh, I, I agree with you completely on that one. Kind of, uh, I, you know, it's kind of hypocritical. 
Uh, these guys really uh, get stuck at two Napster and uh, pretty much cost uh, Sean Fanning his career and uh, right. put him through a lot of lawsuits over this stuff and uh, pretty much have stayed out of it till I think 2007 when they signed up with iTunes. And actually, three years ago, they allowed it downloading and uh, signed up with uh, iTunes as of 2007. Uh, I think it's a real... Uh, it's it's a real 180 degree turn, like you say, John. Uh, it's kind of uh, I think they're realizing how much money they can be making and coming around more to for the monetary factor than for the fans and people who actually want the music. Right. You know, I I I, I am, however, happy that their whole catalog is available for everybody to get. Uh, I just uh, wish that they did it longer before and uh, would have actually come out and you know given kind of an apology for what you know some sort of admittance that they you know. Here they went in front of Congress, didn't they? Yeah, I seem to remember they were fighting against the illegal downloads, all of them, not just uh, their music, but everybody's, which was, you know, um, admirable in some sense. But you got to make an argument that they got as big as they did because of these illegal downloads. People were able to listen to their music who wouldn't otherwise be able to um, pay 10 or $15 for an album just to be able to try out their music and listen to it. I'm arguing that people, you know, download these illegal, quote-unquote, illegal downloads. If they like the stuff, they go out and buy the album a lot of the time. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that, you know, and uh, I, although we should specify that, you know, iTunes is a, a legal download that, you know, right. is, is completely, right. and, 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 and they were uh, against illegal downloads, but at the time did not allow any downloads up until uh, a couple years ago. So, uh, you know, I think it's a good turnaround for the benefit of everybody, uh, them and their fans. Um, they do have a new album out, and I, I really think it uh, coincides with that. You know, get some publicity for album sales. Uh, they've got a new tour coming. Uh, you know, that the actual album uh, is kind of a throwback to their older stuff, and I think, yeah, I think they're going to do pretty well with this. Uh, I think they're going to be one of the top-grossing tours up, up there in the top couple, and... Uh, I think that Metallica is one of these bands that they just can't lose as long as they have, uh, you know, the good production and studio behind them and the same guys show up. I think they're pretty solid. Right. I think they'll overcome this one. <laughs> I think so. So what else do you have? Um, speaking of Metallica, they were uh, nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, this week. Yeah, them in uh, Run DMC, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think there was a couple uh, notable mentions that were left off that, though. It's kind of, um, not that I'm a big fan or anything, but uh, Bon Jovi uh, got left off, and uh, somebody I am a big fan of, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. And, uh, yeah, they keep listen missing their nomination for some reason. Yeah, and uh, I find that very interesting. Um, you know, one thing I should study up more on who votes for these things, uh, but I know that uh, I, I believe it's some sort of uh, or, uh, poll yeah, it's and, uh, um, actually a committee actually comes up with the nominees and then more than 500 musicians and industry professionals and journalists actually then vote on those nominees. But I believe there's a committee that come up with the actual small number of nominees each year. Yeah, I'd year. be interested to find out who was actually on that committee and if there's a reason why people got snubbed. But uh, it is good to see a lot of the the different types of music getting in and... Uh, you know, Metallica definitely deserves to be in there. Come on, Run DMC. Right. But, uh, you know, we can't forget bands like, you know, Bon Jovi, who uh, has had top record sales at one time or another, and uh, Steve Ray Vaughan. I mean, come on, there's still guitars trying to play like Steve Ray Vaughan every day. 
Right, so right. So that, that's, that's something that uh, I'm a little bummed out about, but at the same time, hey, great for these guys. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't um, just them. There were a lot of other people that got nominated in, um, into the Hall of Fame this oh, week. Oh, for sure. There was uh, Metallica, of course, and uh, Run DMC, um, but it was also the Stooges, uh, Jeff Beck, uh, Wanda Jackson, Little Anthony and the Imperials, War, Bobby Womack, and oh, the Disco. Rider, and, yeah. yeah, totally. And Disco and R&B group Chick. Well, so, you know, Chick Chick got nominated, but not Bon Jovi yeah, that, or Steve Ray Vaughan. Come now. on. You know, I mean, come on. Hey, hats off to Chick. I mean, they, they made it bigger <laughs> than I ever did, but, but uh, I think that's... Uh, you know, it goes to show that they there's probably some standards where there's a quota or something that has to be met for every uh, type uh, genre, and you know maybe Steve Ray Vaughan didn't fit into one this year, so hopefully next time. But uh, yeah, that brings up uh, another thing. Uh, how about uh, Led Zeppelin uh, possible yeah. reunion? Yeah, totally. They are apparently back in the studio rehearsing, talking about a tenth studio album. Wow, that would be uh, that would be pretty interesting. I guess Jason Bonham, John Bonham's son's going to play drums. Uh, I think he's done Correct. this before with them. And yep, there's they, been various versions of this band. Uh, right, they're actually saying now that uh, there's some politics involved, and they're not sure if they're actually going to be able to get together with Robert Plant on vocals. They're saying that he's been missing the rehearsals, and they've been using a. Uh, an American singer to fill in yeah, for him, and they might be using the American singer to go out on tour with. Did they find him on YouTube? I don't know. Yeah, I, a lot of bands that seems to be details the trend. are what, sketchy. Boston did that, and Journey. Kind yeah, of, uh, kind I of don't know where they found this guy, but uh, he's apparently an Monica. unknown American singer. Yeah, yeah, you know, you never know. It could be. Uh, that, that's interesting. You know, you think if it was a big name that they were uh, rehearsing with, uh, I believe that they'd announce who it was. Uh, we probably know because of you know all the news coverage and paparazzi these days. Uh, I think they're they're using a, somebody just to fill in to assure uh, Robert Plant that he's got his position there, and he's out tour- touring with Allison Krauss and uh, doing pretty successful with that run. So I believe that he's. Uh, He's in no need, really. This is this is uh, you know, basically it's coming down to he wants fifty percent, wants the rest of the band. <laughs> actually, that's that's just a <laughs> yeah, the figure you threw out. <laughs> that, there. That's my opinion. But right, right. I uh, I I think that uh, Robert's doing pretty well, and the rest of the guys, uh, you know, uh, Jason Bonham's uh, toured with UFO, and uh, John Paul's been around, uh, you know, doing plenty of studio stuff, and uh, Jimmy Page has played plenty of sessions, and he's Jimmy Page. He for does God's a lot sakes. of one-offs with people. So. But I, I really think the rest of the guys can use it more than uh, Robert Plant at this time. And, and, and the main reason, you know, we're, we're looking at it from the outside. I think the main reason is just he's he's got prior commitments right now. Once he's done with his projects, I, I think that they're they're preparing as a band. He'll jump right in and. Uh, wrap it up in the last couple of weeks he can't be screaming every week through months of rehearsals anyway and right they'll you know next thing you know they're going to come out with an album and a tour however their their past couple collaborations uh i personally haven't been too impressed with um as far as planting uh, robert go so you know i'd be really interested to see who's uh, producing this and uh who's writing the music because uh there hasn't been too much interesting out of these guys in a while they've done better with other artists yeah very true um in recent years they have they although spend much time together either unfortunately i wasn't able to make it to the reunion um the reunion show they did recently but uh 
I heard they did very well. So that's that. I did hear that. I did read that, and uh, you know that was reported in a lot of magazines and whatnot. But I, you know, I, I, it's one show, and uh, they put on a great show. I, I, I'd like to see how you know he'd do a tour, but boy, the guy, the guy's holding up this long, and uh, he's doing great with Allison Krauss. So uh, hats off to them for still performing uh, after this long. Uh, you know, they've been around since we were kids, and our kids will probably like them. Yeah, totally. Actually, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss will be at. Um saratoga mountain winery here in saratoga california october 5th oh nice that's yes. that's coming up huh yes it is yeah there's a lot of good shows coming around uh i'll be there working it so if you see me come on by and say hi there you go nice <laughs> i have to have a glass of wine and watch him jam yeah totally what other good shows are coming around um let's see um a whole bunch of stuff that i don't have written down in front of me right now uh, i can tell you about a couple i know journey's coming through with cheap trick and uh heart um they're playing several venues um that you know they found that singer on youtube and uh, he's been doing oh over 70 shows i believe with them and uh kind of interesting i think that's uh you know i, I know i've mentioned before boston did that and uh-huh. uh, they found this guy on YouTube from Home Depot, and uh, I didn't get to see him live, but I saw a couple of videos of him, and the guy doesn't do a bad job. You know, uh, I, I, it's not like bad karaoke or something. Uh, I think it's kind of the way of the future. A lot of these guys can have fill-in guys and make their band complete. Right. You know, um, and then I've seen the other way around where we're seeing one guy from a lot of bands we used to see... Uh, I know there's a really good show coming up um, at Slim's with uh, Chuck Reagan. He used to be in the band Hot Water Music and Tim Berry from Avail. Uh-huh. And uh, Tom Gable, is it, from Against Me? Yep. And Ben Nichols, forgive me if I get it wrong, from Lucero. So really good mixture of guys, uh, all acoustic guitar- solo guitars now, but uh, all from uh, you know previous great rock and roll bands. So uh, I think it'll be uh, interesting. Uh, that's kind of a, you know different one for you to go see in a smaller place i prefer the smaller club so i've been preferring them lately oh yeah and we've With got ticket prices the way are they are at the big venues i gotta go to the small clubs oh yeah you gotta catch the small ones and uh that we've all got uh, one of uh the music sumo artists too uh full-time berets playing a show on october 2nd uh at the uh rocco something or other i'm gonna repeat that in a minute because uh, i'm bad with uh clubs that i haven't been to before but uh it's coming up and that's uh all right well we'll we'll add in another plug for a full-time beret later on that one but there is a show on october 2nd coming up and uh let's see johnny any other artist shows uh local shows coming or is everybody out on the road or in studio um it's pretty quiet lately for uh, music sumo recast records people except for full-time beret um who's also going on a northern tour oh that's right yeah tour coming up uh i was talking to joel actually and he was saying that uh from full-time beret and he was saying that uh he's getting ready to go up to hit uh portland oregon and uh, tacoma washington and uh possibly a couple other little stops along the way so if you're up in those areas uh catch him he puts on a great show uh, john and i were able to attend his latest show in san francisco and uh joel plays a lot of original uh acoustic music if you as you've probably heard but he also throws a couple surprises uh into his shows and uh once again full-time beret yeah, so, totally. Um, what dates are those again? It's yeah, uh, November, early uh, November, d- right? December, he's going. I know uh, December 5th, 
He's playing in Portland in December 6th in Tacoma, Washington. And uh, I know December. Uh, he, I thought it was November. No, that's December. Okay. I know he's got he's got another show in November. We're gonna have to pull up his schedule here. Uh, we're having some equipment problems, but uh, I know he's playing a show October second, I believe, which is next week. And then he's also playing a show coming up in November. And knowing Joel, he's pretty busy. He's gonna be adding some more in. So full time beret will be in a town near you soon, I'm sure. Uh, and he's got a lot of new material, so definitely worth checking out, especially in a small place. Excellent. The last story we had was the one about product placements now by ad companies um, approaching artists to put brand names in their lyrics and then pay the artists um, to do so. Yeah, this is kind of our funny story of the day, I'd say, right? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's it's, uh, funny, scary in a way. It's like... I think we could all see it coming, but I really didn't want to see it coming. You know, I didn't want this to happen, and it seems to be happening. Well, you know, pretty soon it'll be like an Austin Powers movie. You know, you're gonna be watching MTV, and you're gonna see a rapper come on, and, and you know, instead of saying "gat," he's gonna say the gun he's shooting, and that's the gun company's gonna pay him money. Right. You know, he's gonna name the liquor uh, drinking. What yeah. kind of cigarettes? You know, there's gonna they're gonna be wearing a NASCAR team sweatshirt and uh, Nike right. shoes, and you know it, it's happening pretty much in everything. You know, right. um, I mean, it's already happening <laughs> in in a lot of respects. I mean, uh, in the past, I mean, uh, Janis Joplin saying, you know, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Oh yeah, you stuff got like it. this. But now they're actually ad companies are approaching these artists deliberately and saying, hey. If you sing about Mercedes-Benz, we'll give you $10,000 or whatever. And uh, so I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of this now. Yeah, I remember like back at like House of Pain saying stuff like Sega and John McEnroe. And I mean, imagine right. if they got paid for every time they mentioned something, you know. So uh, it, it, it's I think it's kind of funny because I, I could sit here and probably come up with a bunch of pretty funny plugs, uh, some good parodies. But I, I'd say that... Uh, that, that you know, it, I, it doesn't surprise me. I think we see we see it in movies, uh, we see it in Olympics with Adidas and Nikes. You know, we see it uh, made you know in all sports pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna now it's crossed over into the music, and uh, you know, in music, in a way, it's crossed over to other things, and it's making up for it. Uh, you know, I think music's gotten into video games now. Oh yeah, and then we could do a whole show on. Uh, on the bands they're going to do uh that's that's kind of some interesting news in itself right there we could go into for a sec about you know i just heard that uh acdc is going to do one of those uh that's a rumor that's not for sure but i heard that uh acdc is going to do one of those aerosmith uh guitar hero things and i heard metallica's working on their own i i did and, hear metallica was considering doing a whole and, rock band rock and, band package oh yeah and i heard something. bands like kiss are checking into it and uh, a lot of people are interested i mean think about it aerosmith made more sales on a video game for Guitar Hero than they ever did on any of their albums, and those guys are multi-platinum artists. Right. So yeah. that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty big for music. Video games is a huge medium for uh, getting your music out there right now. Well, and those are two things coming out. You've got uh, here at the end of this month, I believe uh, next week, uh, you've got the release of Rock Band Two. Is it? That allows you to uh, have more. I think it has more drums, and uh, I think that's the one with ACDC on it, maybe mm-hmm. some Metallica. <clears throat> then you've also got uh, next month on October 28th you've got the uh, what is it Guitar Hero Tour or no no not Tour but uh, World World Tour 
something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, it's it's just a, your typical Guitar Hero, but they kind of made it like the Tony Hawk skateboarder uh, games, where you can uh, build your own guy. You know, have you ever? Played oh right, and you can uh, recruit band members and go out basically on tour. And yes, and, and it's really cool. The on tour part is like you can play online against other bands. Right. So uh, let's say uh, Johnny and I here make a band, and, uh, and and we jam on here. We can go online and play against somebody else for scores. And uh, it's pretty neat. And the, I think the neatest thing about it uh, is, uh, especially for the younger kids and uh, people just getting into music, is there's a mu- music studio on it now where you can actually make music. So you can take your I was good, checking that out all online. the stuff and put it together, kind of you know similar to t- uh, you know it's not Pro Tools, but it's uh, it's a very simple very, sequencing got program, four track type yeah. uh, uh, program. And uh, I think it'll do a lot of good for young kids. Uh, I'll have a lot of fun with it. It'll get them away from doing basic video games so i think those are two pretty neat things going out coming out uh i personally have been a fan of guitar hero uh have been uh, checking that out it gets real hard especially when you're getting beat by 12 year olds so (laughs) you know what i just saw yesterday which i was very pleased to see because i've been a little bit down on the uh rock band and guitar hero all this stuff because it's like you know what if you're gonna do that why not just pick up a guitar and learn how to play the guitar which is a lot less, you know, I can see that it's a lot less gratifying. Don't you to think that? Like, every time I'm playing it, I think that, man, I just played guitar for 30 minutes and I could have been playing my guitar for 30 minutes. Right. But it's, you know, it's fun. It's I have different. two kids, so I, I sat and played with my kids, and it, it's kind of a family thing you can do. We have fun with our Wii deal, but I agree, John. I think, you know, you, you should encourage, uh, if you have kids, you know, let them play the real guitar too. Right. And this is something that I was very pleased to see. I was at Best Buy yesterday. And I was walking through looking at video games, and in the video game section, they had um, Guitar Hero, the songbook. And it was actual music notation and tablature for guitar, but it had all the songs that are in the video game. And ah. it was it was an awesome guitar book because it had, you know, all these guitar hits. That's pretty cool. It. And so I was flipping through it. I wanted to get it so bad because it had all these great guitar hits in it. And uh, Did you see that? I think I saw a guitar center or something like that in the tablature section where they had it. they actually have all the... Yeah, I think it's all the Guitar Hero 2 it's cool because, you know, like, kids are playing these things on their video game and they're getting to know these songs that... They probably wouldn't get to know otherwise, you know, who, what kid nowadays is going to listen to old ACD? I mean, there are, but um, a lot of kids are listening to hip hop and stuff now. But now they play these video games, listen to these guitar licks, and they go, wow, I should learn the guitar. Oh, they yeah. can go and pick up the actual songbook and buy a guitar and start actual learning these songs. And it's a cool introduction, I think. So. I, was a, I was a guest at somebody's house recently, and uh, they had a uh, probably a 10-year-old son or so, and... Uh, I happened to walk by, and he was uh, in kind of a side room of the house, and uh, he had a like an Angus Young uh, style SG, and uh, he was he was ripping this one little lick over and over, and I happened to you know I kind of walked by and then stuck my ear back so I could hear, and it was it was it was uh, you know it was a pretty common lick. I want to say it was something from. Um, one of the one of the songs I, I boy it's bad of me not even to remember it, but uh, he was playing a little lick from one I think Slow Ride. It was something from Slow Ride on uh, uh-huh. Guitar Hero, and uh, and uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was uh, it was pretty cool that you know these kids they like you said they play on a video game and they actually want to go play it on guitar. So right, that's cool. And there's you know rock and roll is making a big comeback right now. It's it's pretty cool. I not not that there's anything wrong with any other types of music. music so I'm a you know big fan of everything, but. Uh, it's nice to see rock and roll making a big com- comeback right now, and kids being really into guitar. And uh, 
it, it cracks me up. Uh, I, I have a junior high um, age daughter, and to see all these kids with the throwback uh, tour T-shirts, you know, and I'm going, man, right. you, half your parents weren't even alive <laughs> when that tour happened, so it's pretty funny. Right. Well, before you go, I wanted to get a review out of you of a show that you've been to here in the Bay Area. What? what oh, which one show? is that? I go to a lot, man. I At know. least I try to. That's I, try to. I want to incorporate old. that into our new section as uh, some show reviews so people know what shows to go to when they're coming through their town. Uh, you know, they're, well, the probably the best one I've seen lately, um, to be honest, uh, was kind of a... It's a bummer when they do weeknight shows, but I understand, you know, a lot of um, artists these days book their shows independently or the company promotion companies actually booking these are trying to book uh, more affordable venues for us as a fan. So, you know, uh, I just saw Bad Religion at uh, the Grand uh, Regency over in San Francisco. They put on a really good show there. I haven't been a big fan of that. Uh, a week prior, I saw Hot Water Music there and uh, the band was great. Uh, that was a, a wonderful show. It was a great reunion concert uh, for a band that hasn't gotten together. You know, Chuck Reagan's been doing a lot of stuff on his own. But the place, w- there weren't that many people there, and the sound was really bad. At it, the Regency? Yeah, it really echoed a lot. Uh, you kind of need a meat filter in that place. You know you know what I mean by a meat filter. You need a lot right, of bodies lot of people, in there. yeah. And uh, Bad Religion was packed. Uh, there was a lot of people there, and the sound was really good. Uh, they played a, a pretty quick set. But they, um, everything they played, you know, they covered a broad spectrum of, uh, you know, their most popular songs. Uh, you know, they played A Walk and uh, they play, finished up with Sorrow and uh, played, um, you know, all kinds of stuff off Suffer and Against the Grain. So you know, I was, I was, I'm, I've always been a really big fan of Bad Religion, I know, as well as you. So yeah, totally. Uh, it was really good to see them. However, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit older. You know, I'm seeing, I saw a lot of younger <laughs> guys out there, you know, getting to see them for the, maybe their first time. And, uh, you know, it makes you realize, but I'm, I'm still happy I'm going to these shows and getting out of the house. And, uh, you know, this, this place, uh, the Regency seems to be a nice place. They're putting on a lot of good shows. They uh, just recently di- redid all the uh, sound and everything there. So, so I, I, I think maybe, you know, I, I caught a bad show and then I caught a uh, good one. I have heard rumors from other friends that they've caught some bad one there, bad uh, sounding shows there. Uh, you know, most of the artists, it's a pretty intimate venue and, uh, you know, you can get uh, refreshments pretty easy there. Um, there's stands throughout, good, pretty good bars and... Uh, that, you know, you always get your, you have your band stands too there. So pretty, pretty neat place. I think uh, they, they probably built it, what, for the hippies, let's say, for lack of a better term, back in uh, 60s or something. I think so. Jefferson yeah, Airplane or a, something played there or something like that. venue, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty neat. Speaking of which, I think the Warfield's opening back up. I'm going to go check out Rancid there on Saturday night. So. It is already. In fact, we're going to go check out Rancid Saturday night. It is already open. It opened uh, two weeks ago with George Lopez, the comedian. Oh, he's funny. Um, and then they had Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds there. That's right. Uh, Didn't you work that two, one? Yes, Any I worked those both days? nights there. Um, let's see. What nights were those? It was uh, Friday and Saturday, 19th and 20th of uh, September just this past few days ago. Yeah, and, that must uh, have been fun. It was cool. He put on a really good show. I'd never seen him before. You know what? Uh, let me think. Amazing. Nick Cave, uh, you know what? Have seen him. Saw so him uh, back at the, I believe it was Lollapalooza. So if, uh, unless I'm wrong on that one, those are some blurry yeah, someone years someone call there. him out. 
Yeah, somebody call me out on that. Email I am us the music at podcast at musicsumo.com and call so Darcy Call out. me out, but I could have sworn Nick uh, Cave played. It was either, let's let's say, uh, it was either Lollapalooza 1, 2, or 3, but that, that's pretty broad, so I'm going to narrow it down. <laughs> I want to say it was 1. I want to say it was 1. That was a good one back at uh, Shoreline and Mountain View with, uh, let's see, who was it? Susie and the Banshees, Jane's Addiction, Butthole Surfers. Uh, pretty pretty good show, man. You know, you get some pretty good bands in there. But and then the next year it was what Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff. So mm-hmm. pretty pretty good stuff. Uh, and then yeah, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Red Hot Chili Peppers the following year. So and I'm not even reading that. That's from memory, and I'm getting up there. So yeah. But uh, yeah, back to uh, local shows. Let's see. Yeah, Bad Religion was a really good one. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend it. They only played three shows uh, in the United States, so that was a real treat. They announced that while they were playing. And you got and, some uh, video of that, didn't you? Yeah, I got to check it out. Uh, in fact, uh, I put some pictures up on there. Uh, if you check out their Facebook thing, I put them on there for them. And uh, had a really good time at their show. Thanks, thanks, guys, for putting on a great one. And uh, besides that, uh, yeah, there's a couple. I think I mentioned that Revival tour over at Slim's with uh, all those acoustic guitars. That's, that's a really good show to catch uh, if you're into any uh, you know folk or a little bit quieter music, a little bit easier on the ears. Um, I know there's a bunch of bands. I, I could sit here and name bands all day long I'd like to see with you, but uh, those are pretty mentionable ones. Uh, there's also, uh, you know, they're starting to announce some holiday shows coming up. Um, I've heard a couple of the New Year shows. Yep. Uh, um, there's Les Claypool's playing with uh, Zappa Plays Zappa, which should be really, be yeah, that'll which be will be off the hook. That will be uh, quite interesting. Um, and then a funk th- one, right? And then, yeah, at the Warfield, I think it's the Warfield, um, is P-Funk and uh, Grey Boy All-Stars trading sets. All wow. Ooh, so it's kind of like a, I saw something like a versus thing on that. That sounds kind of yeah. neat. And what I bet- they're doing is P-Funk is playing like a, an hour set, and then Grey Boy All-Stars play an hour set, and then P-Funk plays an hour set, and then Grey Boy All-Stars wow. play an hour set. Kind of get breaks and uh, exactly. so put it goes your all dancing nice. probably, shoes on yeah, for that one. It's, huh? it's wow. probably going to go early into the morning, maybe like 2 to 4, somewhere around there, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I you know, in my... Uh, younger days I would have been partying at that one but I think I'm gonna unfortunately I'll probably be missing that one you might catch that one or less huh yeah um, I'll probably be at Grey Boy All Stars simply cause the woman likes them yeah there you go so. that'll be fun hey you know what that's a good reason you can't argue with that right so and what about uh, let's see oh yeah Halloween we've got uh, No Use for a Name at uh, good classic punk band uh, can't go wrong with those guys down at um, bottom of the bottom hill bottom of the hill yeah bottom of the San hill Francisco. Halloween show uh, I'm not sure who they're playing with or anything, but uh, they always put on a great show. You can't go wrong. Uh, I saw last time they played there, I got I was uh, lucky to catch them there and uh, put on a great show. They're also playing at the Blank on Saturday night down in San Jose on November 1st. Uh, let's see. Uh, I also heard um, recent news. There was actually a really good, uh, just about as quick as it came out in the magazines and advertisements, uh, you know, the Volcom uh, company puts on a uh, tour every year, uh, which I believe last year they had uh, Riverboat Gamblers, Valiant Thor, and ASG, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to catch that one. Valiant Thor is a great one if you haven't seen them live. They but, are uh, awesome. Yeah, no, live. you did see them. Yeah. yeah, they're great. 
really good. I, I had never heard of them before, and I, I saw them that one night at Slim's, I think it was, and it was just insane. They're really so good, insane. classic rock and roll band. These guys wear so jeans much energy. It's amazing. Oh yeah, you know, uh, sweaty dudes in denim with long hair. I mean, playing yeah. classic rock songs. Not that that turns me on or anything, but you know what I'm getting <laughs> at, man. Classic, the way you want to see good stoner rock. So. Uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of people... It's like a throwback to Motorhead or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, They're oh, kind of man. a mixture of a bunch of those bands. Yeah. Sabbath, Motorhead, you know. Uh, you can hear a lot of different songs. In fact, uh, first time I ever saw them was on Warp Tour, probably uh, uh, definitely promoting their first album, right as it first came out, and they were selling it. The actual singer was sitting at the stand selling it uh, at their little table, and there wasn't anybody there, and I walked over to him and told him how much I liked him and chatted with him, and... Uh, I, I forgive me for not remembering his name. I run into so many damn people in the rock and roll shows and whatnot, and usually I'm drinking. But uh, right, he a uh, really nice guy, and uh, I really like their music. So uh, check them out. You know, a little bit of it. Uh, you know, they have a little bit of talking on it too, so it gets a little crazy at times. But I, I think most people can, uh, especially people as uh, people uh, who are fans of late '70s rock and roll, really dig it. That's uh, anyway. I got off the path, but this Volcom. Uh, Volcom tour was uh, that was planned was supposed to be Motorhead with uh, the Misfits. You know, it's not a uh, you know the new Misfits, I should say, but they're actually the Misfits. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No Danzig, basically. Right. Let's see. There were a couple other bands on there. Airborne, I think, and uh, I'm forgetting one other one. But I heard that uh, I just read, in fact, on uh, it was actually on Dan, not Danzig, shoot, Misfits actual webpage that uh, they said that uh, based. They have a high, in, what was it, high integrity for their band, and they didn't want to ever compromise the values of the Misfits by playing a tour. So that's kind of interesting, you know, and uh, maybe hats off to one of the last punk bands that's not going to sell out, you know. To be honest, I haven't followed those guys in a while, and they might be doing Levi's commercials for all I know. But uh, right. I think that's... Uh, you know, I, I don't know what happened there, but um, it's uh, it's interesting that they backed out. And I guess Motorhead, I think their bassist, Jimmy, I believe, he, uh, I heard something out of some English news report that uh, he broke his wrist and fractured it in three different places, or his arm, and uh, jumping off a sta- the stage at a, uh, oh shoot, this was a pretty funny one, it was, uh, it was at another concert. But uh, over in uh, London or something. But anyway, this guy, uh, he's hurt. And uh, I think Motorhead backed out of that tour as well as uh, their October shows over in England, I believe. But they are doing their European tour. So those of you get this as far over in Europe, you're going to get to see Motorhead. So that'd you be know, awesome. Classic Fast Eddie, man. Come on. Yeah. You know, that's watching him jump all over. <laughs> I got to see him several years ago. Uh, I've seen Motorhead a couple times in my old age. But uh, that's another good one, man. You know. Very good. So, uh, any any other bands? Let's see. We've got a couple coming over to the Greek Theater and whatnot, right? Um, I was reading that. Uh, oh, who just got announced for Greek Theater? I'm probably going to forget this right now because I don't have any notes about it in front of me. Yeah, you're you're flying off the cuff. No, now, there was man. somebody. Uh, maybe it's David uh, David Byrne, the old Talking Heads guy. Wow, that would be insane. I, I want to say I know he's coming. I might be wrong on that Greek Theater thing, but I could have sworn I read it was Greek Theater and. Uh, Let's see what other shows are going on. Um, not too many. I think uh, there's a couple bands getting ready for winter tours and whatnot. And uh-huh. uh, you'll probably get a lot more right before the holidays when local bands are coming back. You know, be with the families. Got a couple local shows in. So, but I think the big ones now are Metallica, 
Uh, you know, you've got, let's see, police just wrapped up their tour, what, a couple weeks ago? Yep, yep. Uh, I don't think there's too many other huge bands touring. I mean, I don't think you called Journey huge anymore. Or, uh, but, however, I think they have been selling out shows because of that YouTube stuff. So, you know, that's top. Uh, I was just reading, maybe it was Rolling Stone, that uh, top, I think they were top or fifth top grossing tour right now. Really? So that's pretty interesting, but they're not going up against much. Right, right. Uh, you know, there's uh, not too many tours out there to uh, compromise them right now. You know, it seems that more that more shows are festivals than anything. I know we just had the Treasure Island Music Festival over here, and uh, I actually really wanted to review that and was going to try and catch it, but because of prior commitments, I couldn't do it. Yeah, so it was I don't a pretty hefty cost, too. Yeah, you know, and that, that's the other thing. I couldn't see the, uh, what was the outdoor one they had over in San Francisco a couple weeks Outlands back. Outlands Festival. Outlands Festival. You know, great lineup, but boy... You know, I, I really uh, bummer to the producers on that one. I think they blew it. I think you really have to charge yeah. a small price. We've got to make it not Woodstock, but, uh, you know, we've got to make it reasonable. I mean, I want to be able to take my family out to shows now or get uh, a couple buddies together and go catch a show and uh, or even me and my wife sometimes. But, you know, I can't do it for a hundred and something bucks for a festival. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I'm, I'd be 20, I'm getting what, up 20, there, 25 but... bucks a day, you know. Right. And, and if these bands are going to charge too much to play these festivals, then let's find bands we want to play. You know, I'm, there's so many good bands out there that I don't necessarily need to see Radiohead if they're going to charge too much. You know what I mean? I don't want to no, no blame on Radiohead. They might have you know done it for free for all I know. Right. Um, I just was using that as an I example. Mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't even have kids or anything, so I don't even think about that. And it's too expensive for me, so I can't even think about if I got to bring a whole family. That cost me like a thousand dollars. Yeah, and that's kind of the way I used to and everything. Yeah, I used to, you know, go to a lot of shows to a myself. Show? That'd be insane. And you know, I didn't wouldn't mind spending. You know, I'd go. I think I paid a hundred dollars to see Kiss one time, and hundred bucks maybe see the Eagles and. You know bands like that here and there and uh to be honest with you i kind of regret paying that much um i really don't like supporting that but i really want to be able to see a lot of these bands and that's where they get you you know right, very right. limited uh a lot of companies buy tickets and they play at a lot of corporate sponsored event places where uh season tickets are sold so oh. and, um and i was just thinking this it's like you know with kids how are these kids? How are these kids expected to go to these shows for a hundred dollars a ticket? So how are these bands going to get any longevity if they're not getting any new fans? I, I agree. Young no, listeners. I agree. It, it really. Uh, I, I agree. You know? And you're only limiting yourself. You know, when when you know we're pretty fortunate uh, that we can afford to go to a lot of these shows, and uh, you know the average fan ought to be able to. Here's a band on the free radio. Ought to be able to. Uh, go see them in concert for a reasonable price you know when it costs some people half a week's paycheck to go see a show that's ridiculous right you know and uh and, and it's one thing if you have the options uh to see them at a lesser venue but most of these big bands are playing stadiums or like i said you're going to let's say you're only a radiohead fan you know you've got and i hate to keep picking up more radiohead because <laughs> i actually like them and i know you do too yeah but uh they uh you know, when you're going to see one or two of these, you know, I definitely like a lot of the bands that played that. Uh, but um, I would have probably gone to see a couple over other ones. And, um, you know, uh, when you're going out to see those bands and you spend that much money, you think, shoot, I would have rather had the option to pay 20, 25 bucks. Like, we're going to go see Rancid Saturday night and it's 25 bucks, I want to say, uh, yeah, for nice. a ticket to see a good band, you know, and they also have other bands playing with them. I think the Aqua Bats. In fact, Travis Barker's uh, he used to drum for that band, uh, who we mentioned earlier in the news. That's kind of an interesting uh, six degrees there. Huh? Oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we have uh, you know you get to see 
that, that's a pretty reasonable deal. I don't mind spending 25 bucks for a good venue to see a good band uh, when they're going to put on a good show. I don't yeah, like spending more reasonable. than that. I don't like spending more than that. I think bands ought to be able to put on a good show for 25 bucks. Yeah. You know, unless unless you're putting on, uh, you know, it's different if you're going to put on a huge, uh, I guess, extravagant circus show with fireworks and all that stuff and jets flying over and paratroopers coming in and, you know. Um, if, if you're selling that too and you're letting the fans know that ahead of time, you know, hey, people can pay what they want for a show. But I think for the average band who walks out on stage with their amps does a, you know, and plays a half an hour set at these festivals, I think that's a lot of money. I mean, I think we, I made my point on that one. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, for, for the festival shows, you get, you get a lot, I guess, for some of the cheaper ones, you get a lot for your money. Um, I know there's one, uh, it might have just passed, but uh, it was Cheryl Crow. And if not, that one's coming up. And it was uh, Cheryl Crow, uh, Henry Rollins, Spoken Word. Oh, that's right. Uh, Mike Ness. I think it just happened. I think it was yeah. the 19th or something like that. And, uh, you know, you're getting some pretty good entertainment. There's somebody else in there, too. Forgive me for forgetting that one. But I just happened to read it. And uh, they, uh, you know, you're getting a good show. I want to say it was like a 15 or $19 show. You know, a lot yeah. of these. I mean, it was all spoken word, though. No, no, no. I don't think it was all spoken word. I, I think, thought it was. No, Mike Ness played acoustic. I believe it was the okay. Mike Ness acoustic band, his uh, his solo band. Uh, it, Henry Rollins was spoken word. That's all he does right now, as far right, as I know. Right. I mean, forgive me if he's done a Black Flag reunion or something. But <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I personally, I like, the, I like the guy in IFC. I'll give him a little plug there. Yeah. You know, the Independent Film Channel. He does great, great show on there. But uh, he, uh, yeah, his spoken word stuff's pretty good, so that would have been funny. But uh, And then to see him do a spoken word out there with all his tattoos, and then two minutes later, Cheryl Crow out there, right, in the same place. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And Cheryl Crow, I, I, uh, boy, have I seen her live? I want to say it maybe bridge school benefits. Somebody can call me out on that one, too. But, uh, you know, that's these festivals kill me because sometimes you take in 15 bands in a night or a day. Yeah, and, you know, I, like, I save all my stubs and everything. Yeah, you go to so an OzFest. I, I can remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, bridge I did school see band. that band. Yeah, I ought to start writing down on the back of the stubs all the bands. But uh, I do uh, try, and, uh, try and remember most of them. So I'm sure that will come back to me. But That's yeah. like, uh, that reminds me, you know, Forrest. Um, who our listeners kind of know because he's called in a few times while I'm recording the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Forrest so. is one of your biggest fans. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Forrest, one time we're going to a show. It was uh, Long Beach Dub All-Stars, man. And he, uh, we're about to leave, and he's like, dude, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see him. I've never seen him before. I'm like, dude, are you serious? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, we've seen him twice already together. Like, we had seen him two summers ago. At festivals. Twice, yeah. Or, yeah. And he just totally didn't know. And I've done so that several times go, recently. I thought he'd never been before. I've done that several times recently. People have asked me if I've seen a band, and I said no. And then I realized, actually, I was at a festival sitting on a lawn, you know, drinking a beer, talking to my buddy while they were playing, right. <laughs> or talking to a girl, you know, whatever, <laughs> talking to my wife, who knows. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it basically, uh, you know, a lot of these bands, um, you know, I, I catch a lot of them. And sometimes it's funny because they'll be opening up for a band that you'll go see. And, uh, you know, I've gotten dragged to some shows with my family or my uh friends that i haven't really wanted to see but i've just kind of gone to and uh you'll see an opening band and next thing you know they'll be pretty famous so you know mm -hmm. it's uh it's kind of interesting I, th I think that uh you know that's it's kind of fun so you know there's so many bands uh nowadays i mean you're getting everything from garage bands on tour in big places to uh you know uh to the big rock band so you know, it's kind of kind of interesting what's happening in the music these days and uh you, you ought to get out make it a habit at least you know 
as often as you can to go see a show. Why not? Get the family out if you can to festivals, you know, kid-appropriate stuff, of course. I'm not condoning taking your kids to, you know, to something that's not appropriate for them, you know, right. or, or something that keeps them up too late, but come on. Kids got to be, uh, you know, if it's not for our kids don't know about music if it's not for us either. So not to get into parental advisory hour here, but uh, my little PSA for the day there. Uh, yeah, get your kids to listen to music, too. There you go. So, uh, yeah, on that note, uh, Johnny, got anything more to cover or is that about a wrap for our weekly news? I think news? That's, new, that's about a wrap, man. Uh, thanks for coming by. Yeah, and until next week, uh, I'll have better notes for you guys and... Uh, Shoot, maybe you can even... Uh, yeah, this was uh, kind of our first installment here, so we're going to be working out the kinks, but I think it went rather the well. The kinks. Oh, man. Ray Davies, Day Davies. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. See? Uh-oh. We could be here for hours. All right. Well, and maybe one of these days we'll have a stump the listener thing. Uh, I like doing those, so... Uh, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you guys want to maybe... They if could you, call in and leave a message. You could call and leave a message on the hotline. In fact, what's that number, John? Why don't we plug that while we're on well, here? Well, um, it's changed recently, oh, so... Oh, hey, it's very important. Um, I, will, I will list it in the show notes. Oh, very important. So we'll get that on the show notes and uh, call into that number and... Uh, why don't you try and stump us with a musical question? Uh, either anything about uh, local bands that have played around or uh, shows, you know, past history shows. Let us know what's up. Let's say you even have a, I, this happens to me, having sisters and family all the time. I'll make it quick, but, oh, yeah. uh, you know, people call me all the time and they're singing me a song over the cell phone or something and asking me what band it is. So, you know, if you guys want to do that too. Yeah. Um, um, pretty give good. Give us at, topics to talk about, questions. Yeah, if you got questions about the industry, we both work in it. Yeah, let us so know. Let uh, us know what's we up. We can definitely uh, find out inside stuff for you if you want to know the haps on stuff. So uh, let us know and... Uh, Hope you guys enjoy the show, and uh, once again, uh, we'll get that number out there, and uh, go check out our, try and support our Music Sumo uh, recast record bands. Uh, they work really hard, and uh, yeah, check the site to see when they'll be touring. I know, once again, Full-Time Beret's the only one on tour right now, but yep. uh, check back soon. Hopefully, we can catch one of these other good bands. Excellent. All right, take it easy, Take man. care, guys. So that's it for Music Sumo Podcast number 033 and the first installment of the Music Sumo News. We hope you enjoyed it. We do realize that there were some popping issues that will be addressed before the next show, so stick around to check out the better quality next week. Also, please contact us at podcast at musicsumo.com or at area code 206 350 5659 to ask us questions, just say hi or whatever. Hope to hear from you soon. Also, be sure to check out musicsumo.com at www.musicsumo.com. That's www.musicsumo.com to check out our new artists. You can also find music by Rubberside Down, the band that started off this podcast. You can also check out our new apparel store where you can find Music Sumo t shirts, hoodies, and more. For now, we'll leave you with a number from Oakland, California rapper Caprice. This is Next to the Bar. Take care, everybody, and remember to always have fun. Next to the bar, yeah. next to the bar, yeah. whisper in the ear, 
yeah, look, here you go, hard, yeah, meet me by the car. Yeah, me by the car. No, I stay stunting, girl, follow instructions, and you might go far. You might go far. Need a little loving, yeah, real bad woman, yeah, something like a star. Something like a star. Uh, yeah. How to do with the chips now? Who hot is this? That a who ride the shit? I the fool when I'm lit. Got a crew down the hit, and we'll move on your clip like moves was a trip. She already know me Took me to the corner of the club and blew me To crease and turf talk, you already know, man Very important people, we ain't on the floor, man Sick, you did tell me when to go, man First thing that I said to Lil' Ma Was she chillin' right next to the bar Next to the bar Whisper in the ear, look, here you go hard Yeah, meet me by the car Thank you.